What's up? What's up? What's going on, everyone? This is Edgar, and this is Snug Wrestling. Just got done watching Forbidden Door, and man, that was... Man, that show should be forbidden from all TV... No, I'm just kidding. No, Forbidden Door was what it was. It was better than I expected, and I'm going to tell you my thoughts about this show. But before that, just really quick, remember, please, please, please hit me up on my socials at Snug Wrestling, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere and anywhere. But yeah, I was excited to watch this Forbidden Door show for AW because I didn't really know what to expect. I'm not very familiar with a lot of the people that were going to be on that show specifically the ones from new japan because i'm not really a you know new japan fan so i was curious to see what these matches were gonna look like what the results were gonna be am i gonna enjoy these matches am i not and i did get to experience a lot of these new japan guys for the first time i might have seen them before probably in AEW or last year at, at forbidden door but these a lot of these people are still really really new to me I was able to see Tanahashi at Collision before the match versus MJF, and I wasn't really too impressed by Tanahashi. He's a much older guy. He just moves slower. But the match versus MJF, this was the opening match for Forbidden Door. I didn't watch the pre-show. I just, you know, started watching it when the main show started, and... The match itself with MJF and Tanahashi, it was not bad. MJF was able to have a really good match with Tanahashi, and MJF ended up retaining with the Dynamite Diamond Ring. MJF took out the ring when the ref wasn't looking. There was a little bit of scuffle there where MJF threw Tanahashi against the, the referee, and he was able to take out the ring and hit Tanahashi with it. But overall, this was a lot better than I expected. Great opening match for free. Forbidden Door, and also, I got to experience a new wrestler, and I know he's a veteran, he's much older, and not new to most of the AEW fans, because most of the AEW fans, they all know all of these people, they know the background, they know the history, they're big New Japan fans, but this is new to me, and I really enjoyed this. Koshima versus CM Punk, Punk gets booed again. There's mixed crowd reactions, and Punk, for a second during this match, he he started responding to the crowd, and he started healing a little bit and kind of just having fun with it out there and I think that's another reason why I really really enjoyed this match a lot because I got to see Punk do his thing and just be free out there and I'm glad Punk is back and this was also a really really good match Koshima he's being cheered throughout this match so to me Koshima was the baby face CM Punk was a heel and maybe that's just a Canada thing because okay I guess the last couple weeks AEW was in Chicago so of course CM Punk was getting cheered but now CM Punk is getting booed and this was a different side of Punk and I really liked it Koshima does an elbow drop on CM Punk and like Taz said it got CM Punk right on the gimmick but punk ended up winning this match and this was for the owen hart tournament so cm punk advances great match again not familiar with koshima i thought he had a great match with cm punk also a veteran so a great 
second match for the show. So, so far, so good going into the show. The first two matches were really great. I really enjoyed both of them. They both had two of AEW's top stars, like MJF, like CM Punk. And it also involved two veterans from New Japan. So I thought that was really good. But after this, this was for me when it started going a little bit downhill for me because there was a four-way match for the international championship Zack Zaber Jr., Daniel Garcia, Orange Cassidy and Shibata. Now my friends over from from Triggered Wrestling, shout out to them. I've been on some of their episodes. You can find me on Triggered Wrestling as well from episode 1 to like 30 something. Um so be sure to give them a a look also. They were telling me that Zack Zaber Jr.'s he's really good and you're gonna really really like him and i i think in this type of match when you have so many people involved in these multi-man matches it's kind of hard to pay attention to just one person i don't think this match really did sack zaber jr justice because it was a lot of spots there was a lot of comedy like they were going for the entertainment daniel garcia with his goofy dances it's ridiculous and of course orange cassidy with his gimmick and This match was just, it didn't really have that big pay-per-view match feel to me. This kind of just seemed like a regular TV match that AEW should have done maybe like on Dynamite or Rampage. I I would even say Rampage. This match to me felt like a Rampage type match. So it wasn't really, I didn't really like this match, unfortunately. Orange Cassidy ends up retaining again. Orange Cassidy's on a winning streak. Orange Cassidy's been beating everyone. Orange Cassidy stole this one again at Forbidden Door and is still the international champion. But at least the people, the people, they love this match. There was this is awesome chance and the AEW fans love this type of thing. Not my cup of tea, but it is what it is. Jungle Boy also had a match versus Sanada. Sanada, another guy from New Japan that I'm not really familiar with. And this was for the New Japan world heavyweight champion why is jungle boy getting a shot at the main belt at new japan i have no idea i even saw on twitter that these guys were not really familiar with each other jungle boy had really no idea who sanada was and vice versa but to call jungle boy a heavyweight champion material to be in that category that didn't really make sense to me I mean, Jungle Boy, he's not a heavyweight whatsoever, but he's getting put in that match versus Sonata. And Sonata looks great physically. He looks like a wrestler. And this match was okay. It was entertaining. I did like this match. But again, I'm not very familiar with Sonata. And Jungle Boy turned heel after the match. Hook was out there with Jungle Boy. And after the match, Jungle Boy attacked Hook. Maybe it was because Jungle Boy lost to Sanada with a moonsault. And maybe Jungle Boy was just upset. But for some reason, Jungle Boy attacked Hook. And the people popped for that. Because looks like we're going to have Hook versus Jungle Boy now. And I don't know. I kind of would like to see Hook beat the fuck out of Jungle Boy, if I'm being honest. So that should be good. Taz seemed really shocked about this whole thing, too. I don't think Taz knew. Taz was really surprised. He was like, holy shit. And he was just like, man, I'm trying to be a professional right now. And, you know, that also made it made this really interesting. But yes, Jungle Boy lost versus Sonata with the moonsault. Sonata retained. 
Jungle Boy is a heel now. So we're going to be having Jungle Boy versus Hook down the road. In these first few matches, man, I've been seeing a whole bunch of belts too. You know, Sanada had a belt. The four-way match, there was three other belts in that match. Hook has the FTW belt. There's so many belts that I've seen. Now we're going to get a 10-man tag team match. So there's so much stuff going on on this show. John Moxley comes out with the new song. And there's also Daniel Bryan has a new song on this show. So we're getting a lot of song debuts here. So we get all 10 men in the ring. This is Eddie Kingston, Ishii, The Elite versus the Blackpool Combat Club, Takeshka, and Umino. Eddie Kingston starts off the match and tries to start off with Claudio. The announcers explain the beef with Eddie Kingston and Claudio, and they reminded me of their differences that they've had in the past. Claudio and Eddie Kingston do have a lot of history before AEW when they were in the indies, or I believe it was Ring of Honor. So I would really like to see Eddie Kingston versus Claudio. Like, I just wanted to see that. I didn't care about everyone else. I just really wanted to see Eddie Kingston versus Claudio. Can we just get that, please? Instead of having this 10-man tag, like, why not have... I guess if you were to have Eddie versus Claudio, that kind of defeats the purpose of Forbidden Door. But that to me, that would be a great match because of the story and because of the history. So hopefully we do get to see that at some point. But after this long, long match of just, you know, bodies flying everywhere and a whole bunch of commotion, Ishii gets the pin over Wheeler Yuta, giving his team the win for the Elite. And after the match, Eddie Kingston seems mad. And the announcers say that he was probably mad because he had to fight his friend John Moxley, which the other announcers said, well, Eddie Kingston, he knew what he was getting himself into. He should have known this was going to happen. And I'm like, well, duh, what the fuck? Like, there's, come on now. But yeah, Eddie's upset, even though his team won. There's probably going to be more to this because, you know, Eddie Kingston has history with Moxley. They used to be friends and the beef with Claudio and the story continues, I'm sure. Tony Storm versus Willow Nightingale. Tony Storm retained this match. At this point, after seeing all of these matches and, you know, the 10-man tag and the four-way and all this craziness, I was already being taken out of the show. So I'm sorry, but I didn't really pay attention too much to this. I kind of already expected Tony Storm to win, and she did, and as she should, because Tony Storm is great. Willow, I believe, is mostly in New Japan anyway, because she is the Women's New Japan Champion, so... It, it makes sense for Tony Storm to win this match. We had Sky Blue backstage looking on, so maybe there might be something with Tony Storm and Sky Blue. There was someone else that challenged Tony Storm as well that I can't remember who it was. But yeah, Tony Storm retains. Okay, so Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay. So apparently Don Callis is with Will Ospreay now. I mean, I, I understand that Don Callis turned on Kenny Omega and has some beef there. Now, Don Callis is with the, the opposition, and the crowd is really pumped for this. Apparently, this is a really big deal. This is a rematch from the Tokyo Dome last year, and they want to prove who's the best wrestler in the world. Kind of sounds familiar. Same story with the Danielson and Okada match at the main event, but this is... Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega. For this type of match, I didn't really understand the history too much because, again, like I said, I'm 
not familiar with New Japan, the way that this match went down was telling me, like, this is a big deal. This is a big deal for AEW. This is a big deal for the fans and also for the wrestlers. And I like how they went about this match because it was a really long match. And I really like Will Ospreay as a heel. Don't really know too much about him. Haven't really seen his work, but I like how he's... He's just an asshole. He did a spot, the Shawn Michaels spot with the Canadian flag, and he was getting a lot of heat. And he just has like this thing about him that you just want to hate. Like you hate this guy. Like you can easily hate this guy as a heel. And I like that. So I'm a Will Ospreay fan now after seeing him. I've seen a few of his matches before, but he just, you know, his matches just kind of seem like a lot of the matches that we see in. AEW and in Japan and in trip, you know, uh, Lucha Libre style triple A. So I was just, he didn't really stand out to me, but in this match, he did. So I hope that we get to see Will Ospreay at the Wembley, maybe with a veteran in the ring. And not saying that Kenny Omega isn't a veteran, but Kenny Omega still wrestles like a lot of the younger guys. And maybe if you put Will Ospreay versus like a MJF, and I know MJF's not a veteran, but he wrestles like one. Hell, maybe even Chris Jericho. I would like to see Will Ospreay work with, you know, someone like that. Just to see if he can wrestle the different styles other than just like the lucha strong style stuff and but after a long long bloody battle osprey wins and becomes the new iwgp united states champion also the right guy won this match because this is a belt for new japan osprey works in new japan so again it makes sense that he would win this match another multi tag team match this is lesuki gods i guess is what they call themselves sammy Guevara, jericho and suzuki versus darby allen sting and naito and because it is AEW, and because it's forbidden door they have to bring out the tables chris jericho places sting on the table during this match and tells sammy Guevara to get it on the top rope sammy Guevara was kind of hesitant it looks like sammy Guevara is still trying to turn into that baby face character because he wasn't he didn't really want to hit that on staying through the table but sammy guevara ended up doing it anyway but it's okay because like 30 seconds after that sting got back up and he was able to hit jericho with the scorpion death drop so big nasty bump through the table that sammy did on sting but it looks like sting was all right sting darby and naito ended up winning this match and afterwards at the press conference we all saw chris jericho interrupt and he had his bat and he was challenging darby and sting and he was acting like a maniac during the press conference so wednesday the story continues with sammy Guevara, chris jericho darby and sting and for the main event danielson versus okada again not familiar with new japan not familiar with okada to me danielson he's the best wrestler or one of the best wrestlers in the world. He's definitely on my list. Okada is not. Again, I'm not familiar with him. A lot of people seem to think he's up there on that same caliber as a Danielson. After seeing this match, I don't think so. I don't think Okada should be put in that same category as Danielson. But AEW fans, Tony Khan, they all seem to think that, you know, Okada is 
he's up there. And again, after seeing like all of these matches, all these this craziness, all the all this chaos, all of those matches kind of took away the big time feel to this match because how can Danielson and Okada have a good wrestling match after seeing like 10 man tag team four way matches? Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay, they pretty much stole the show with their match. They had the goriest match on the whole card and then you want to finish up with a singles match uh, with two wrestlers that aren't going to be doing crazy stuff that aren't going to be doing table spots and it's just at this point i think the main event was was pretty much tainted the other reason why too this was this was pretty much a cold match like most of these matches were they kind of were just thrown in together it seemed like last minute just for the purpose of you know having quote-unquote dream matches but did anyone even the AEW fans did they ever say oh shit Danielson he's in AEW now we have forbidden door man would it be dope to see Danielson versus Okada like did anyone ever say that before no it wasn't until it was announced that Danielson was going to go up against Okada that people were hyping it up like oh my god this is going to be amazing oh this is going to be a dream match but before that no one ever asked for this so this again just thrown together but luckily Danielson won as he should Danielson tapped out Okada and that was the main event so yeah so we had Forbidden Door last year we had it again this year and this looks like it's going to be a yearly thing so I don't know make some recommendations to me I want to be able to understand more of these new Japan guys and I want to be more interested in these Forbidden Door events but I'm just not you know help me out guys let me know what matches should I be looking out for what wrestlers should I be expecting to see next year what do you guys think man like let me know because I'm trying to get into this more because right now how my knowledge of new Japan these Forbidden Door events are just they're just like a big just like blur to me so hopefully this time around next year i'll be more knowledgeable and i'll be able to understand what the big deal of all of this is because it seems like the AEW fans were loving this so hit me up at snug wrestling thank you guys for listening and we'll talk soon later